The harrowing trial of Lauren Dickerson continues today. Just to remind you of the background to this case, Dickerson is a doctor who moved to New Zealand from South Africa with her family a couple of years ago, and she is accused of murdering her three daughters, whose bodies were discovered by their father, Graham Dickerson, when he returned home one evening. Today, Graham Dickerson will testify in court. Uh, and we're going to talk about some of the new evidence that emerged today. Uh, word of warning here, some of the details will be very upsetting to people, so please be judicious about uh, whether you listen to this and, and who you're with. Uh, Martin Van Bainen is covering the case for Stuff, and he joins us now. Kia ora, Martin. Kia ora. The big piece of evidence the court uh, has already heard today is Graham Dickerson's police interview from 2021. Can you talk us through that, please? Right. So only hours after Graham Dickerson had found his family dead, he uh, was interviewed by police on video and as you would expect he was he was devastated looked shattered and he spoke very quietly and went through all the harrowing details of what he found when he got home so we've heard some of that already uh, in the opening address by the crown but today we heard from graham dickinson himself only hours after the terrible event anyway so Mr. Dickinson said that he arrived home about 9.40 to find his wife in the kitchen looking strange. And he asked her what was wrong, if something was wrong, and she said, it's too late. Now, that's about all he can remember of that exchange. And then he he realised something was wrong and and went to the children's bedrooms to find that their heads were covered by blankets. And once he had removed those, he found the the children dead with the cable ties around their necks. And um, he, he went, he told the, the interviewer, the police officer who was interviewing him about his feelings of panic and not knowing what to do. And he began screaming. He screamed the children's names. Um, he tried to resuscitate one of the children. And he, he looked at his, uh, his twins and, and really... You could see there was there wasn't much a point, but he shook his shoulders and checked them and tried to uh, tried to see if there was any sign of life left. Yeah, so that that was that was all recounted in a very sort of matter of fact way by by Mr. Dickinson, and uh, you can imagine it it was um, shattering to listen to. And Graham Dickinson's going to give evidence from South Africa, where he is now. Do we have any expectations or indications on what he he might say, what some of the questions to him might be? Well, I don't think the Crown are going to, because he is a Crown witness, I don't think the Crown will uh, relive the whole, get him to relive the, the whole incident. I think they'll be talking more about his relationship with Lauren, the problems that she had. And they'll be probing his surprise and, and asking him whether there was anything that he might have picked up that, that could have forecasted this or predicted this. I mean, there'll be a lot of family background and, and the, the relationship will be gone through and that sort of thing. And, and the defence will do the same. They will be looking at showing that Lauren was a, a loving mother and was doing her best in a very difficult situation, that she'd had a, a great little trauma in her life and that... She was deteriorating in the month or so before the the terrible killings. Martin, we we talked to you about this case yesterday, of course, but that was uh, I think before the opening statements from the defence and the prosecution. Can you can you just remind us 
what they said, sort of summarise those opening statements for us, if you could? The crowd is saying, we don't dispute that Lauren Dickinson had a disordered mind. They're saying they accept that she was suffering from a major depressive disorder. But what they're saying is that, despite that, Lauren killed her children in a sort of clinical, methodical way and knew that what she was doing was morally wrong and that she acted out of anger and frustration and resentment at how having children had affected her relationship with her husband. And then we had the defence, and they said that Lauren was a loving mother, that she was clearly in a terrible way and had essentially lost her mind and had intended to take her own life and take her girls with her. So they're very much saying that Lauren Dickinson was insane, and they have the burden of proof in this case. They have to show that on the balance of probabilities, Lauren Dickinson was was insane. The Crown, on the other hand, have to prove that it wasn't infanticide. They have the burden of showing that Lauren wasn't so affected by the consequences of childbirth that she committed these offences. Those things are all outlined yesterday, and you can see, really, they're both trying to portray a different Lauren Dickinson. Martin, you've listened to a lot of court and covered a lot of court cases, but this must be one of the most heartbreaking and harrowing you've ever experienced and covered before, right? Absolutely. I mean, yesterday was probably one of the most intense days I've had in court in, in a long time. Yeah, the the, the, the just the the method of death, the the people involved. It's it was a very very heavy day, shall we say? It's a horrifying situation. Martin and uh, Martin's colleague Jake Kenny will be covering all of the developments on stuff.co.nz, and uh, we might check in with them later on in the week. Martin, thanks very much for your time. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Now, if you or anyone you know is experiencing mental distress, we will have some links up on our Instagram. So please do go and check that out if you need to. We will continue covering this trial. But for now, thank you for listening to this episode of Newsable. I'm Imogen Wells. And I'm Emil Donovan. And we'll speak to you again tomorrow morning at 6am.